everyone. Welcome back to my solo road. Tis me, Sydney, the host, and... Tis Henry <laughs> from Bay and Dog. The boyfriend. Boothang, <laughs> boyfriend, Bay. Okay, so today we're going to be doing assumptions. I've seen other people on YouTube specifically, but other podcasts like Eamon and Beck do like answering your assumptions, true or false situations. So we're going to be doing that today, which is fun. Updating on like life things. What all's going on? We're back from Mexico. I think I was in Mexico or just about to go to Mexico during the last episode. We're back and we're in Colorado now. We have a new foster dog named Lunita and she's very cute. She's four months old and we got her from Barb's Dog Rescue. So if you're ever in Puerto Penasco, go visit Barb's and get a dog. What else happening? <laughs> We're in Denver right now, and we have a cool yeah. rescue partnership coming up this week for Team Finn about TNR, which is stands for Trap New to Return, which is the most humane way of controlling overpopulations of stray cats. We will be working with <laughs> Sterling Trap King Davis. Sweet. What does trap, neuter, return mean? Like you literally just capture street cats, yeah, neuter means, them, and then return them to where you found yeah, them. Yeah. So we'll be going out into these neighborhoods where they, we know that there are stray cats. We'll be setting traps with using sardines as bait. They love sardines. And then we come back once there's a cat in the trap. We hold them, but then we bring them to the local rescue. We get them spayed and neutered. You clip the tip of their of their ear which is something I learned, which is how you know that they've been they've been through the whole process before. You do that while they're asleep? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then and then you bring them back to their cat colony, return them. Cat colony? Yeah, cat colony. Never colonies. heard of a cat colony. I know. We're both dog people, so the whole cat thing's me new for us. I know nothing about cats, but you did cat stuff last year once. I did something with Sterling before. Right. But where at? In Atlanta, Georgia. Okay, cool. Which is where he's from. So it's, it's cool. He's driving all the way up to Denver to do this partnership with us. And he's a really entertaining guy. So it's going to be cool. Yeah, I'm excited to meet him. Also, I can't really announce it or like let you guys know ahead of time. But today we're doing a meetup in Denver, which is our first meetup ever. Well, my first meetup ever. And the first one that we're doing together. Henry used to do this all the time back in the day before COVID. So that's exciting. And we'll let you know ahead of time. Unlike this time. Before we do another one. Probably be doing them a lot. Yeah. Now that we're both... Fully vaxxed. Oh, yeah. A fully vaxxed queen. Yeah. Okay, so let's just jump into assumptions. First, let's get coffee and a drink, and then we'll be right back. Okay, everyone. So every week or every other week, I talk about betterhelp.com. You guys know how much I love it. I started therapy with them about a year and a half ago, took a bit of a break, noticed a huge uh, difference, I guess, in myself during that time, not only because of quitting therapy, but just for like life things. And I kind of woke up one day and was like, why did I ever stop doing that? No matter if you're doing good or bad, you should probably just like continue that conversation with somebody. So I really value my therapist and my time on BetterHelp. And if you want to join over 1 million people prioritizing their mental health today. You can go to betterhelp.com slash divine for 10% off betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash divine. And we'd love to see it. We'd love to see it. And now let's do the episode. <laughs> okay. I asked everybody on Instagram to send in assumptions, whether it was about myself only or Henry and I's relationship, van life, the dogs didn't matter. So I'm just going to read some of those off. So do you want to start on a lighthearted note or more serious one? Lighthearted. Lighthearted. I have not seen any of these, by the way. Okay. This is good for that. I'm more playful and Henry is more serious. True or false? I'd say overall that's probably true. You think so? 
I you mean, you're more serious. I don't know. That's a that's a tough one. I mean, it is. Yeah, because I think overall I'm more I wouldn't say playful, serious. I would say laid back a little bit more like the opposite of laid back is like tightly wound, which is not what I'm trying to say. He's more like analytical adult. He's like the one who remembers things. And I'm more of the one who is like, wait a second, I was supposed to do that. And so, yeah, I would say more like that. But I mean, I think we're both pretty playful people. Right. He does act like an actual child most of the time. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I talk, I got a dog voice, but then again, you're also very serious about business and all that stuff. So so. true. Goes both ways. Yeah, it goes both ways. Yeah, serious in some ways. And that's what I love about others. <laughs> that's just why it See? works. See, there we go again. This is why it works. <laughs> wow. Um, okay, you don't really like van life and you only do it for the clouds. Not you specifically, but both of us. No, that's definitely not true. I mean, I think in the beginning, for me, this has always been an experiment about... And social media was not a thing for me. It's not something I was trying to do at least the first six months. And then Finn came into my life and... And he came with a social media following. And so at that point, I was just like, I'm picking up my camera and I'm running with this because to have a social media business while you're in a van is sort of the perfect combination because you have you're not sacrificing the freedom that you get from the van with sitting at a desk all day. Right. So it's like. Right. And then I think that for me, at least I've from the like since I got into the van, I've been trying to build a more sustainable lifestyle, right? That has a a more purpose oriented. That's like about animal rescue and things like that. So rather than doing more of the social media, like, yeah, social media clout kind of stuff. Right. And I mean, I think for me, I, I always wanted to do social media. I didn't really know what that entailed or like a following or like what numbers really meant or stuff like that. But I always, I really, even in college when I was like just doing yoga and stuff, I was constantly using Instagram as like a journal. I just saw it that way. And I did kind of want a following, honestly, but that has nothing to do with why I wanted to do van life. I've always just wanted to post on social media, share my life, whatever that meant I was doing at the time. And like now I just happen to be doing van life. I just don't think anybody would live in 70 square feet or whatever it is for three years for clout. Like you would hate your life. Yeah. You'd be super miserable. Yeah. But I think the the answer to that question for both of us is a hard no. I mean, I don't think clout is what motivates either of us. I think that's no, not at all. I think social media as a business tool is such an unbelievable thing, right? I mean, right. it's an unbelievable thing for helping dogs, right? find homes and drive awareness to certain causes, but it's also just an amazing tool for living the life that you want. Right. right? Like being remote. Yeah. We both get to work entirely remote because we do social media. Yeah. I mean, you can make, you can create a social media following about anything that you're passionate about and, and then that can be your life. So, I mean, I don't think cloud is the right word as much as it is like creating the, the life that you want for yourself. Right. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Agreed. Hard no. False. (laughs) Henry said, I love you first. Yes, I did. That is true. On Valentine's Day, we went out to a nice dinner and then we got back to the hotel and he said, I love you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we were dating for about a month at the time. Yeah, I mean, we had been what we I mean, a lot of you guys already know that, but we had been whatever for like two or three years. And then we started dating. We'd been dating for like a month. And then I had already been on the phone with like Bree and Katie being like, I don't know what to do. Like, I feel like it's just going to come out of my mouth. And then he's going to freak out because we've been dating for one month. And then on Valentine's Day, he said it. And I was like, huh, love you too. Yeah. <laughs> it was cute. It was cute. You make each other laugh, obviously. Yeah. I make him laugh all the time. I'm Fun- hilarious. Funniest person I know. I feel like you're lying, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much. Yeah. I mean, if you're not dating somebody that's making you laugh, you're doing it wrong. 
big time. Sometimes you wish the dogs would sleep somewhere else, in quotes, my experience, or in, not quotes, parentheses, my experience. Absolutely. I kick Finn off the bed all the time. Not in the van, I should say. If we're, like, in an Airbnb or hotel, I don't let the dogs really sleep with us, except for Pearl. She's the queen. But, yeah, if we're in the van, all of the dogs sleep with us. But I do not like all of them in the bed. I want to cuddle and... They don't just want to be in the bed. They want to all be in between our bodies. So, I mean, because they both want both of our love. And I get it. But then you have Finn, Ella, Pearl, Anna Foster in between your bodies. And I'm just like, okay, Henry, see you in the morning. Yeah. Well, yeah, we we try to create policy, dog (laughs) policies, bed policies about where the dogs are. But that doesn't always happen. I think we've been better about it in the past. But something we can experiment with is putting the dogs in one van, right? right? Letting them chill. And then, you know what I mean? Yeah, having, for sure. Having a night to ourselves, a little staycation. Ah. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah, no. I mean, but the thing is, I also love sleeping with the dogs. Right. I sleep better just knowing that they're right here. They're safe. They're fine. If they were sleeping in a different van, I would just be a little concerned. Like, what if they're throwing up? What if they need to go out? What if something's going on? You know? Yeah. So it's like, I feel a sense of like, I can sleep deeper when they're nearby or in the van. It's just, I just don't want them in between our bodies. That's my problem. Right. It's annoying. But... Sure. What are you going to do when you have three dogs and a thousand foster dogs? <laughs> <laughs> I assume you're the type of person who despises cats. I think I am identify strongly, very strongly as a dog person. However, <laughs> every time I've met a cat, I always, I, okay, I always speak to cats like dogs. I always treat them like dogs. Right. And I know they're not dogs. And the fact that they don't respond to me like a dog does, to me, feels like a challenge. And it, so I'm very into cats. I've never owned a cat. I'm definitely a dog person, but I'm always I feel like I'm always trying to win the affection of a cat right. whenever I see one. I also don't think I've ever like despised an animal. Like despised is such a strong word. Like yeah. I'm an animal person. I love literally all of them. You, I mean, cats, I don't ever, I don't want one. I mean, maybe in the future, if we had like land or something, like having a cat run around, if that was safe, I don't know, that would be fine. <laughs> but I, I don't want a cat in my van. I've never like, I've just never seen a cat and been like, oh my God, melts my heart. I, I have to foster that cat. But like with dogs, like I saw Lunita and I cried. I mean, I literally was just like, I, there's something about this dog that is, I have to have this dog. Yeah, I have to get her out of here. And I just don't feel that way about cats. I don't really know what it is. I, I think growing up with a specific animal like dogs, you just, I know dogs. I relate to dogs. I look at them. I feel like I know what they're thinking. With cats, I'm just like, I don't know what the, what creature you are. Yeah, I don't know what you're thinking. All I think is you're going to attack me for sure. Right. Yeah. I think I see cats as like, a new frontier for me. Right. Where I'm like, a okay. Challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Just something like, okay. People are obsessed with cats. Yeah. You cat know? people. Yeah. I, it's so it's something that I'm not aware of, or I haven't felt personally deep down. And I mean, this week we're about to meet a bunch of cat yeah. people. So maybe uh, that will swing me to the other side. Well, I'm looking to be swung. Convince me. <laughs> <laughs> You're just gonna meet a real good cat. I know. I just, yeah, exactly. it takes one real good cat. Yeah, I don't know. And also, a cat that gets along with our dogs. Yeah, because that's another thing is that I've always wanted to inter like as much as I want to introduce a cat to Finn, I'm terrified about it because I feel like I mean it just takes one swipe of a cat and dog loses his eye. Right, that happens all the time. Right. So I'm not re- re- willing to risk Finn losing an eye for a cat experiment. You know what I mean? Right. I'm sure there's some really sweet cats. 
Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I yeah, whatever. I like them. Convince me. Yeah, they're cute. They're cute and fluffy and they're like self-maintained, which I love. I love the idea of like going on vacation and you're just like, yeah, see you in a week, cat. Yeah. I mean, instead of arranging 4,000 things for a dog, your yeah. cat is just like, I'm good. Yeah. The key's under the mat. You can let yourself in. Right. Yeah. Do whatever you want. Henry loves the desert more and Sydney loves the mountains more. You say fact? Fact. Really? I don't, I'm not, I don't like the desert. Sedona is like your favorite place. Okay. But that's, like I, you, but- I say it's not my favorite place, but I would consider that like a hybrid. It right. is. But you like like red rock, the the red sand, the like I like fucking I dry like, air. I like scenic vistas. I like to hike. I like to explore. Generally speaking, when I think of a desert, well, I, I think like of, all three of those things. I, I know. just like to do it in the mountains. I know. Well, I like to do it in the mountains. I'm just saying that I when I think of a the desert, I think of a flat stretch like Indio, California. Oh. Like and But isn't there different kinds of desert? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. There's, you know, like Moab is a desert. Exactly. And um, I do not like Moab that much. Yeah. No, I, I like the mountains. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. We should date. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just... I, the desert is fine. The, the good thing about van life is that you can go... Like, you get to experience all the different landscapes and I like all of them and I like short term enjoying all of them. But if I see myself living somewhere, I like want the mountains. I want green. I want fall colors. Yeah. I don't want to live somewhere that looks the same all year. Yeah. I, I want I want trees. I want adventure. I want some obstacles. I want to like, right, right, right. like when I see a mountain, I I feel inspired inside i look like when i'm driving down a highway and i see mountains i literally think i I wonder what's at the top of that i wonder how to i can get up there or like that kind of thing can finn get up there like i think about that stuff whereas the desert i'm just kind of like it's so sunny it's hot i need cover yeah it's just uh i get i feel restless in the right yeah for sure same okay you guys get on each other's nerves easily but make up quickly I would say that... That's the correct <laughs> answer to this statement. What? Go. Well, I would say <laughs> I would say that we get in technical arguments, but... Yeah. yeah, but it says you get on each other's nerves easily, which I don't think oh, is yeah. true. No, no, no. No, I don't think we, it's true. It's not like a... It's not common. Yeah, I wouldn't say we get on each other's nerves, but we... I feel like sometimes we, we poke each other's buttons. <laughs> I feel like one person pokes the other buttons, but that's just me. <laughs> No, Henry just thinks it's so funny, especially when he knows I'm getting annoyed. He thinks it's hilarious. But I also, I do the exact same thing. So like self-admittedly, but yeah, I mean, I don't think it's, we don't get on each other's nerves easily. Arguably, that's what makes the relationship work because people get on our nerves so easily, both of us, like we complain about everything. And so I think like what, during our, like the friendship aspect of our relationship, it we would always come to each other about other people getting on our nerves. Right. You know what I mean? And right. so it's like, he was never the person who's like, just gotten on my nerves. But, and we definitely True. make up quickly when we do argue. Like we've never been in an argument longer than like, I don't know. We got in one argument that was a couple hours. Hmm. But other than that, it's pretty quick. It's a pretty quick thing. I mean, we also, yeah. neither of us really hold a grudge either. Like after a couple hours, we're both like, I'm, dude, I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> like I have to eat. Yeah. So kind of right. Kind of wrong. Henry talks to you in his dog voice sometimes. He talks to everybody in his dog voice. It's literally just, it's not just an Instagram thing. I mean, it's just all the time. And sometimes he's recording, sometimes he's not, but he always is talking in that voice. If there's a, not even if there's a dog around, actually. Sometimes he just looks at me and talks in that voice. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been a fact about me growing 
everyone who knows me before Finn or right. all that can attest to that. And it's always been a part of my language. Right. How did it come up? Just always? It's just the voice you gave dogs? Yeah, it's just like, you know, I, I like imitating dogs. Right. And so, like, you know, I think mean, it, it started with just like a wah, wah, wah. And then just like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, what was that? <laughs> and then, you know, it just catches on with, I don't know. It's just He does like accents. Like if it's an Italian greyhound, they are Italian. If it's a French bulldog, they must speak French. Like his, Finn is, um, his dog is Puerto Rican. So that means he speaks Spanish. <laughs> but I mean, it all sounds the same though. That's the thing. It does all sound the same, but we, we also come up with like personalities for dogs and stuff, for you sure. know, like it's not even just the voice. If we see a dog, we are literally we just go back and forth of like what that dog is saying yeah, right now we we're personifying the dog oh 100%. It's, just, it's just more fun that way yeah but yeah How i have you not i have friends from college who i could get on the phone with and just go back and forth for 45 minutes just be like oh yeah baby right all the time <laughs> all the time yeah yeah well the, when they saw the dog voice thing on my instagram becoming more of a thing right. they were just just dying laughing because they're just like wow this is something that was years in the making clearly right <laughs> yeah people love it yeah one oh. woman told me, one woman DM'd me, because uh, I was doing, like, kind of a dog voice in the background of a video, just, like, with Ella or something, and she was like, I have to turn the volume all the way down on Henry's videos. Please do not adapt his dog voice. <laughs> I was like, honey, you got, you best get out of here. Oh, man. Yeah, well, I, I will say some people, like, if you don't get it, like, dog voices or personifying dogs or, you, you know, some people just don't like the sound that I'm making, and that's fine. Right. You know? We don't need you to. Well, it, you know, it's just, it's the law of numbers, okay? You put me in a room with 100 people, 100 people aren't good. I'm not, everyone's not going to like For sure. Me, Absolutely. You know? Yeah. So, people don't like me either. It's fine. We accept it and we appreciate we it. And you are still valid. Yeah. <laughs> yes, mm -hmm. you are. We see you and we hear you. Yeah. We just don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> you were a devout vegan before becoming partners with Henry. What changed? Ooh. I feel some condescension in this question. Oh, okay. Turn your volume off, Sydney. That was like my app that says, how are you feeling? What kind of mood are you in? It says <laughs> that every day. Never answer it. I, well, I, so I still don't eat dairy, egg, or meat. I only eat fish. I cheat with dairy every once in a while, but it's not very common. It just doesn't, I just don't like it. I'm convinced that it makes my skin terrible. Don't know why it really kind of doesn't, but I eat fish mostly because we were going to Mexico and I wanted to eat fish in Mexico, but it was really, I mean, that's about it. I knew that it would be kind of difficult to be vegan. At least I thought it would be. And then when we got there, I was like, oh my God, it'd kind of be impossible to be vegan here. I mean, there's going to be a vegan who's been to Mexico and they're going to be like, I did it. You could do it, which... I believe in you, but I wanted to eat fish and I knew that it would be hard not to because it's just everywhere. And I didn't want to start eating fish in Mexico and potentially get sick. So I started eating fish about two weeks before I went to Mexico. And now I've been back for like two months and I'm still eating fish. So it's delicious. I have zero regrets. And yeah, I still, I have no interest in meat and like Everybody in my personal life, you know, because I started eating fish, like my dad and everybody was just kind of like, ooh, like, when is she going to get the chicken and then start eating steak? And I was like, no, that's me. I, I'm i very self-disciplined about these types of things. And it doesn't, me cheating with fish, it does not make me want, it doesn't make me curious about chicken or curious about anything else. I'm just chilling with my fish. And so he's delicious. And sometimes he gets steak and I get fish and he wishes he would have got my food. I love fish. So. Yeah, fish oh, got delightful. I don't, I indulge in everything. You really do. 
I don't deprive myself of anything. Being vegan is not depriving yourself, <laughs> so that's fine. Okay. Yeah. You both assumed that you would date at some point. I don't know if assumed is the right word, right. but I think in the back of my mind, it was always wishful. It was always... That's cute. It was always something I was like, you know, kind of like <laughs> eyes on. I never thought it was going to happen. Thinking about... It was literally not even in my brain. Sounds like a lie, but I mean, obviously I'm overjoyed with the fact that it's actually happening, but B Henry was the one that said he didn't want to. And as a person who right. I was respectful of my friend and somebody I cared about, I was just kind of like, okay, great. And I like that thought left my mind literally until the day that we had a conversation and like things completely changed. I, well, that's a lie. It was a couple of weeks before that when we were right. in Joshua Tree and stuff and like, it felt a little bit different, but the, the whole duration of our friendship, I was like, this is my lifelong friend, Henry. And I think I've already said this on the podcast, but I literally told my friends that I was the type of person who would marry someone else. This is when I thought, like, I'm just gonna be friends with Henry forever. I was like, I'm gonna marry somebody else. They'll probably die when I'm, like, 60. <laughs> and then I'm just, like, alone at 60. And then I'm gonna, like, run into Henry somewhere. And then we would get married when I'm 60. And I remember saying that to Bree, and Bree was like, Sydney... So you think you want to be in love with him when you're 60. Why would you not let yourself be with him for like decades before that? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, not sure. <laughs> yeah. Don't know. Maybe he'll like me when he's 60. Yeah. You know? I think, I think a lot of it is like, there's that sort of um, thought in the back of your head, that little seed that's always been there. There's always been a seed there, but right. I think there's also, you know, the narratives that you tell yourself, the, you, you know, you say something enough, you start to convince yourself that that's, true and like right you know and even if it was true you know what i mean like i had been in in other relationships and i was like oh yeah sydney she's just a friend right she's just a friend oh yeah no 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 no. she's just you know what i mean and you know at the time you were and that was a way of being like by the way sydney is here and she's not going anywhere right like that's exactly what i would tell my partners too i'd always be like if you don't like henry then this isn't working Right, right. He's just a part of my life, and you will accept the fact that I will talk on the phone with him for two or three hours, and you will not be a part of it. Right, 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 <laughs> And they right, would right. just be like, okay. Right, and so, you know, and that was always true at the time, but then it's like, I don't know, and then and then we started dating, and now I'm just, like, <laughs> eating my words, like... <laughs> no, yeah. I swear she was just a friend. Yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah, what are you going to do? Nothing. So fun. I'm about to bombard you with questions. I only chose one of this person's, but she asked if I had lip fillers. No. But I do. <laughs> no, <laughs> neither of us do. Yeah, no, I'm not against lip fillers or Botox or anything that people do, but no. I have no idea where my lips came from. They Both my parents have very thin lips, like the classic what people would say, white people lips. But I really don't know. You have kind of big lips, too. I don't I sure know. do. Don't know where they came from, but grateful that I got them. Yeah, we love to see it. Thank you, Emily, for all of the questions. You text each other before you break the peaceful silence in the morning. Because based on other people's questions, I think that this is assuming that we sleep in like our own vans. Like I sleep in mine and you sleep in yours. Oh, yeah, like, I didn't understand you, that question. Can you like, repeat it? You text each other before you break the peaceful silence in the morning. Like, no, I roll over. And Wait. his face is just right there. Like, I, I think that she's assuming we sleep separately. So before breaking the peaceful silence of opening our doors and stuff that we text each other. Yeah. Yeah. We're dating, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, some people like I said, make assumptions about me and Henry and people were uh, like, you guys are dating. And I was like, ooh, got us. juicy. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should announce that in this episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. We don't text each other because we sleep with each other. 
Spicy. <laughs> wow, very spicy. That got spicy. Spicy. You regret having your own van vans. What? You regret having your vans built by your family friends because of the later issues. I do not regret having my family friends do the builds because they did a beautiful job and I'm just grateful for my van. And like, because they were family friends, I got a really good deal on it and it was all I could afford. But I, we no longer have a relationship with those people and that is super sad, but they shady. Yeah. They turn shady, you know? So yeah, I mean, I don't regret it, but it's, I wouldn't recommend them and I don't have them on anything on my website or anything because I do not recommend them. Sydney is the more collected and Henry is the more scattered. Yeah, true. That's the most false statement I've ever heard. What are you talking about? I'm collected and you're scattered. <laughs> I'm the most scattered brain person in the world and you are so collected. I know. Well, again, these we're talking we have different I'm talking about day to day. Right, right. In terms of my phone being dead, my laptop being dead. Yeah. My camera being dead. Wow, great. I'm glad we got this on the record. You're all your I've never denied it. Dead. It's just when I'm like, hey, I didn't charge my phone last night. Sometimes because you're using my charger at night and I just don't say anything. And then in the morning, my phone is dead. And Henry's like, oh, classic Sydney. Her phone's always dead. And I'm like, I'm actually just so nice to you. And I let you use my things. <laughs> you literally have seven chargers. If it was a priority to you, you would I know, just but it's because, plug in your phone. Yes, but I keep my phone chargers in that upper cabinet above your head. And it is literally falling apart. So it's really difficult for me to like every time I open it I get a little bit of anxiety because I'm like this is the time where it's all coming crashing down I'm gonna start bringing you a charger great yeah. I'm hot in here yeah. sweaty just really love talking about being scatterbrained <laughs> well I my answer to that question was I when I I see you as wait was the collected. collected I see you as collected I I see you that way from like a, a business perspective I see that you're very right. On top of your things, you have lists in, that you write. Oh, I've mad your, lists in your notebook, and and you get you check things off your list, and you get things done, and like we love to see it. So, and you're more collected in that way. I'm a little bit more scatterbrained in that way. I'm just, yeah. So that's that's my answer to that. Right. Okay. But yeah, my love stuff's that. always charged. Always. Always. Yeah. Always. That you're engaged since you're wearing a certain type of ring on a certain finger. People always think that this is my left hand. I think it's because on camera it like makes it seem reversed or something. Mm -hmm. Because I've had a, first of all, there was probably 30 people that assumed that we were engaged based upon these rings, which are from a friend named Giddy. And they were like $30. So, I mean, that doesn't imply anything. You have a $30 engagement ring, but I'm just saying there's, it, it's literally just like, they're just little stackables for my friend. And this is also my right hand, folks right hand the uh people, not engaged if you didn't if that wasn't clear the people at ratio beer they're like oh like it's so nice it, like for you and we have swag bags for you and your wife i was like huh, nice <laughs> i have a wife i have a wife you know <laughs> i have a wife i have a wife we always for finn this is people are going to get offended by that but because finn and ella are dating we always say like in finn's voice where i was like i have a bitch you know i have a bitch i have a bitch that's my bitch that's my bitch yeah <laughs> not engaged but married apparently and we have swag bags waiting for us so yeah. awesome Love we that. didn't even have to get engaged we just yeah yeah we do things fast but you guys were friends with benefits before dating no nope no we had we had a pretty hard line in the sand, and I would use the word "we" loosely. <laughs> right, but there, I would like I would go to a hotel room. There was a time where we spent three weeks, which, by the way, was truly a godsend. He was so nice that this was when we were just friends. I crashed into a hotel 
That's on like episode two or three of the podcast. If you would like to hear that story, I'll probably retell it on YouTube eventually. But I crashed into a hotel. I had to spend three weeks in a hotel or in a different hotel while getting my van fixed. And Henry came to stay with me just because I was like extremely bored. And I was in Fresno, California. And you didn't have a van. And I had no van. So I was just like walking around in like the middle of no. I mean, it's not a place like it's not like a downtown area where you can just like walk around. It was horrible. But he came and visited and it was like hard line, two beds. I mean, for three weeks, we I mean, I wouldn't even like casually sit on his bed and you would not like casually sit on mine. It was like all day we worked from our own beds, slept in our own beds. And that's how it was always. He even used to fall asleep in my van sometimes. And you would like, you would literally have like a different blanket or like, you know what I mean? Like we would sleep on like opposite sides of my van as, as far apart as possible. And I always would just be looking over like, what a weirdo. Not that that's weird, but it also, it just felt weird. Cause I was just kind of like, why you're sleeping in my, you're like, you're like as close as you can be without anything. Like, I'm just going to sleep in her van, but I'm just going to sleep with my face crammed against the wall. Well, it was, it, the, my, from my opinion, it was just respecting boundaries For that sure. we had set. And to, I just, I just, you know, we're like drinking wine and things like that. And like, what well, we just like, I don't know. I just feel like things can escalate from that, from that point. Sure. And so I was just trying to respect boundaries and we love and, boundaries and the and our relationship at the time, you know, right, like right, right, right. Just getting drunk and like trying to make a move on you or something like that would have, I mean, yeah, it's just not what we were, what you were trying to do, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Not that I was either, but yeah. Anyways, no, not friends with benefits, just friends. Yeah, was possible for a while. You were a cheerleader. I don't know if they're talking about me or you, but I'm just going <laughs> to assume they're talking about me. No, I was not a cheerleader. Love the fact that you think I was the type to be a cheerleader. She has a lot of spirit. I have so much spirit. Yes, uh, we no. do. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can do some of the cheers because my sister was a cheerleader and I was like that little sister in the stands just like doing it. But then in, when it got time for like middle school and high school. Love that. Love that. Go, go, fight, fight, win, win, fight, fight, go, fight, win. Yeah. No, but I, I, hi, hello, social anxiety. We love her. Would not allow me to do anything that involved tryouts. So if you had to try out to be on the cheerleading team, which you did at my schools, that was a big no for me. And I, my dream, I couldn't have cared less to be a cheerleader, but my dream was to be uh, like in the student council What's it called? Like executives? What are those called? Uh, student council. Yeah, but student council is made up of like hundreds of kids. Student government? Maybe it was government. President. Like, yeah, president, vice president, treasurer, that whole thing. Mm-hmm. I Because they got like a lot of special privileges in my school. Like they got like two or three periods during the day was like spent doing student council stuff. And I was like, oh, I'm trying to do that. And then you actually had to give a speech in front of like the whole school to nominate you as being one of those things. And I was like, yep, actually, I'm just going to let that dream die. <laughs> I am not doing a single speech in front of anybody. My my twin sister was the president of our high school. Doesn't surprise me. I know. Yeah. I've always been living in her shadows. Uh, yeah, no, that's a no for me. I knew for track and soccer because I already knew the coaches for those teams because you technically had to like kind of try out to be on varsity. But I already... I did a lot of like travel sports and for track and soccer sports, just track and soccer. But I had a good relationship with those coaches. I was good at those things. And so I felt confident doing it. And it didn't take any like social abilities. It was like only based on athleticism. And so, yeah, I was confident doing that. But other than that, 
No, thank you. Mm-hmm. I also did not want to wear the skirt and the tank top all day every time there was a game. Mm-mm. No. no, thank you. Didn't look comfortable at all for me. Also, I just don't like the idea that like there's girl cheerleaders to like ch- like cheer on these like guys playing football. You know what I'm saying? Kind mm-hmm. of stupid. Like competitive cheerleading is a sport and that shit is the most impressive thing I've ever seen. But in terms of just like standing on a sideline to cheer on some of the, my team members' boyfriends while they just ram into each other on the football field, I was kind of like, why would I do this? Well, I think Am I supposed to just... I think in... Let me do my girl job and some, cheer you in, on. In some cultures it, or in like those places where football is like king, it tends to be in the South. And so there are a lot of there's there's a lot more of those kinds of norms, I think, of like, you know... Friday night lights, the girls in the cheerleading and then and band and like all that stuff. It's all sort of an ecosystem culture around football, Friday night lights, right. getting ready and cheerleading. I don't know. I think it's part of that. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And I, my high school was like that. I mean, not, I know it wasn't in the South, but I mean, it's Indiana. So, I mean, it does have some South or like Southern type traditions. And my school was definitely like that, but I don't know. Anyways, my high school did not have football. Neither did my college. Your high school didn't even have football? No football. Oh my God. Do you guys have lacrosse? We did have lacrosse. It says a lot about his high school. Am I right? <laughs> we did not have lacrosse. <laughs> I would guess that most of the students at my school didn't know what lacrosse even was. I didn't until yeah. way later. That both of you have not really ever had to worry about money and that you have family backup. I never had to worry about like if this van life experiment failed that I was going to like I would sell my van and I would go back to my parents' house and I would figure out what the next thing I was going to do. I, I never, they never gave me, they, they never gave me money, but I definitely wasn't afraid that I was going to be like out on the street. So yeah, I do have that cushion. Right. Yeah, no, I do too. I mean, in terms of having, like you said, which our, our family backgrounds are different, but like I, I never was going to be homeless. If this van crashed tomorrow and I had no money, somebody took any money I had in my bank accounts. Like, yes, I have a room. Actually, I don't even have a room in my parents' house anymore, but there's a couch. I have a place where I would safely sleep at night, but to imply that, like, I've never worried about money, I don't think is true for me. Right. I'm only saying that because I don't speak for you. But, yeah, I mean, not that I ever also was, like, starving and couldn't pay for something, but, yeah, most of the time when I was living in Chicago, I was, it was a struggle bus full real. I wasn't working all those hours for nothing. She needed to. But, yeah. Definitely, we both have uh, family security of, like, knowing that we'll always be safe. But with that said, I paid for my van. You know what I mean? Like, I... Oh, of course, I yeah. did all my... You know what I mean? It's not like, I guess you do have to say that these days, because people really do think that we... Like, somebody would just buy a van. Yeah. Like, our families would buy a van. Yeah. My parents didn't pay a dollar for the van or the build or my right. life Yeah. since being an adult. Same. All your fur babies are perfect with the best manners all the time, even the fosters. Wait, say that question again? Our dogs are perfect with the best manners all the time, even the fosters. Of course not. Yeah, of course not. They're dogs. Yeah. And and I think that Finn, Finn's behavior since like he, being part of <laughs> since being part of like a pack, like a greater pack has declined a little bit where he's like But sli- it's not due to the pack. It's because you have less time to yeah. specifically show him and train him. But I'm just saying it's for a million being, it's for a million reasons. Because but, other things I think in terms of being in a pack have gotten a lot better. Right, right. But like a perfect example is like when we have a uh, new foster dog, Finn sees 
his opening gets bigger, mm -hmm. right? And it's like, okay, well, all the attention's going over there. I don't have to listen to you anymore. Right. I have a foster, you know what I mean? So there's a psychology there, but I would say our dogs are, are pretty excellent for the most part. Right. Yeah, for sure. I think compared to most dogs, simply because people have jobs and lives that are outside of their dogs when really our lives are really wrapped around our dogs. So we have like kind of the privilege and the luck of like spending so much time with our dogs and just having a different type of relationship with them, I guess. So yeah, I think that they're, they're just really well-trained. I mean, both of them are off leash almost always yeah. for the most part, and they do pretty well. And then our fosters, the fosters that we have had together have all been puppies. And I just think we've talked a lot about this actually, that I think we're really well-equipped to have foster puppies specifically versus older dogs, which we're going to have in the future and stuff. But this lifestyle and how we work is really just aligned with having a puppy because like an older dog who maybe was abused or is skittish and just not trusting of humans, like living in a van, that's very difficult because we spend so much time outside that if the dog accidentally escaped off leash and then they run and now we can't get them and you can't chase them because that scares them. Uh, we're in kind of a different predicament than if somebody was fostering that dog in a home with a fence and in that type of situation. So with a puppy, even if they have kind of a rough background, they're usually a little bit easier to like gain their trust and stuff. And so it's less of a concern that they're going to run away. And if they do run, getting them back is a lot easier. Yeah, I think I, when it comes to fostering, you have to foster to your own strengths, right? Yeah. So it's like we, for example, like like fostering a cat. I know I made a caption about that, but it was really a joke. Like we couldn't foster a cat because a we've never had a cat. So to bring a cat into like a van environment, not knowing is like would be irresponsible, right? right. And and you know we we're always outside. We have our own dogs, so like you know and size is even a, a, a factor slightly but mm -hmm. like basically when we open the doors in the woods and our dogs get out the puppies just follow the dog literally they just our ella and finn are like the real foster parents yeah we do a lot less than what people probably think right because of ella and finn yeah and and so i think that when i think about the dogs the puppy the the dogs that we've had they've all been puppies when we drop them off at their next family, I think about the impact that we had on that dog. And like that dog, his confidence has gone, is, has gone up good with people, good with, the, you know what I mean? Like, like we've just been able to give this puppy this amazing start to its life, which is something that our dogs have a big part of. Our lifestyle has a big part of new right. smells, new, all these things. And so I just think that like the impact we can have on a puppy is greater but, you know, whatever. We're, we're going to try an adult dog. Yeah. Uh, but I just, that's like really what our thinking has been so far. It's been a pretty amazing to see. Yeah. Plus, I just, oh my God, I love a puppy. <laughs> my God, are they adorable? I just can't. Uh, you fantasize about retiring van life, moving to the country, and opening a dog sanctuary. Yes. <laughs> I know I read that. That's why I screenshot this one to do, because I was like, sounds like you've been in our conversations lately. Yeah. I wouldn't say fantasizing about leaving van life is not a, it's not about leaving. Oh van yeah. Life. That's a good point. I would just say fantasizing, you know, about our relationship, about the next step, about owning property, about building up from where we are. Like we're both growing as right. like a business and as people. And so that's obviously the next step. And so, 
you know, when we're driving through the mountains and we're looking at these long, big stretches of land, these beautiful pieces of land, we get on the walkie talkies. We're like, oh, you see that house? That's not, I mean, that's, that's fantasy. That's fantasizing right there. So it's, and you know, we have this privilege of seeing all different parts of the country, you know, that most people don't know about. So yeah, it's definitely fantasy, but no, I mean, but something that we think about and talk about. Yeah, for sure. I don't fantasize about leaving van life, but I fantasize about the future, which in essence is leaving van life. But neither of us are like trying to do that tomorrow. But I mean, yeah, it's definitely a conversation of us like, okay, so when is that happening? What are we doing? And now we're actually having plans of like, okay, I don't like this place. I do like this place. Okay. I like this place, but you don't like this place. And we both like that other place. Yeah. And so it's like, yeah, I mean, it's definitely a conversation. Although I will say we have no plans right now about quitting van life or something like that oh yeah no 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 there, just, we have actually zero plans yeah we're at the beginning of that conversation and it's and it's yeah so you know and it's fun yeah fun to talk about you don't want to get married i don't know who they're talking about specifically i just assume they're talking to both of us but all these all right let's say it at the same time well what are we saying you don't want to get married are we saying true or false <laughs> no, are we uh, saying yes or no okay false <laughs> I was like, I don't that's know. a no from me. That's the no from me. What? Yeah, I had no idea if I would ever get married or I always said if I was going to do anything, I would just have kids. Like, even if I don't get married, I think I would rather have kids or maybe just not even have kids. I don't really know. I kind of Wait, just was have like kids without being married. Yeah, it's a very you thing to say. Well, because I like babies, but I just don't. I was like. When you're in a sour relationship, you're just kind of like, yeah, here goes another one not working out, probably just not going. And I mean, obviously, it's a ridiculous thing to think at like 25 years old, which is what I was when my last 24, 25. I don't know. But you feel no matter how old you are, even when you're like 15, you're just like, I'm never finding that person. Right. You know, and so like that's kind of how I felt. And I was just like, honestly, if I have to not have to, but if I get to live on the road, travel the majority of my life and like be solo female Sydney, that is perfectly fine by me. And if that includes like traveling with a baby, great. Love it. Love to see it. Would do it. Right. Exactly. That's why with dogs. It's a, that's a you thing to say where it's like, Oh yeah, I don't need the security of a relationship or whatever to dictate what my future or yeah. something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas I think most people would say, no, I would never have kids without a child, without being married. Right. Or a lot, you know, or having a partner. A lot of people would advise against it just because of like this. There's a security of having being married. Right. About having children and being married. Right. Where there's like an obligation to. Yeah. Yeah. No, didn't feel that way. Yeah. But I mean, obviously now I do. That's great. I'm like, cool. I don't have to do that by myself. (laughs) That's fun. But yeah, no, I think we both would like to get married. Not to each other, but we would both like to get married. (laughs) (laughs) Conversation for another day. It's fine. Uh, Neither of you mind dirty. This is the last one, by the way, ending on a lighthearted note. Not intentionally, but neither of you mind dirty feet in the bed. Of course not. We Dogs in the bed. I mean. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if you think dirty feet is the most foul thing in the bed, I... you're kidding yourself. Like right. our foster dog, Lunita, has peed in my bed like four or five times. Yeah. And you just have to get up and clean it every single time. But I mean, once you have a foster dog peeing in the bed, you have Ella swimming and then jumping up on the bed. You have Finn, I don't know, bringing something in or doing whatever. Finn's a pretty clean boy. Yeah. Pearl vomiting. Actually, no, Finn puked everywhere while you were gone. So he made a disaster. And then, yeah, but Henry and I are both... We both have dirty feet all the time. We call them homeless feet, and we have them all the time. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Is that offensive? I mean, no. I I'm mean, sure homeless people can be very clean. 
Yeah. They're probably cleaner than us sometimes, but. Yeah, I mean, it's just the there's anti-joke no, there's, that we have. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think that's something that we both have in common that we're not neat freaks. Right. I mean, I also would like to say because there were so many people who assumed that we like don't shower or that I shower more than you or that like, but it doesn't bother me. Like, and that was their assumption. But we both shower probably more than most van life people. Like, we just like to shower. It's also different when you are. When you have a partner, like I used to not really care if I was like that stinky, if I was like in the middle of nowhere by myself, right? I would like, you know, wipe down my body with whatever. And I was perfectly fine with that. But like you're sleeping next to another person. I don't want to be gross. I don't really want him to be gross. Right. So, yeah, I mean, it's not even about smelling good. It's just about being clean. Yeah. I don't need like dirty bodies. Ugh. no, thank you. Just because we live in vans doesn't mean we have to like. Look like we live in vans. <laughs> smell like we live in vans, which we still do. I mean, we still have to go a few days here and there without showering, but I think we shower at least bare minimum twice a week. Right. It's funny though; it, it does raise a good point. Where it's like uh, when you're when you are by yourself, you can really just you you know you're not you're only living for yourself kind of thing. You, right. Well, that's why it's so important, I think, and that's why I preach that so much. It goes a, a lot with what I say about traveling solo is you get to find your style of clothing even if it's like no style like i've realized i really don't have that much of a style and i don't give a shit about it like but i used to care so much like you get to wear makeup if you don't i literally learned to be comfortable not wearing makeup because i lived on the road like i used to not step out of my apartment without a full face of makeup right and then you're you spend enough time in the woods alone i'm just like oh yeah i haven't worn makeup in three months right right it's a new kind of discipline when it's just you right right it's like like you really need to establish a level of self-care because if you don't have, if you're not disciplined about self-care cleaning, like there's the basics, even it's, you could easily spiral, you know what I mean? Right. Or just that's a different point, but I, that's also very, very true. Yeah. So true. So having a partner on the road sort of, uh, yeah, it reels you back in a little, yeah. reels you in a little bit. It's like a check and a balance. Right. Like sometimes I look down with you and I'm looked down. I'm just like, I've been, this is probably day three. I've been in this shirt. Like (laughs) it's time to change. It's just time to change your clothes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But the dogs sort of set the tone where it's like, yeah, I mean, I've had Ella in the van long enough that I cannot care if I, I would be a very, very stressed out person if I cared. Right. And I like will, Ella's one of the dirtiest dogs I've ever met. I know. And to that point, I would say that that was a big change for me since Finn is such a clean dog. Right. He's so neat. Like he doesn't run. He's very prancy. Yeah. He doesn't like, you know, he doesn't run in the water and get all nasty and stuff, but Whereas Ella just dives in head first and then comes right back. You know what just I mean? Just covered in Looking mud. for it. Looking for it. Yeah. So that's been a, a change, but, you know. Yeah. Which yeah. I love. I mean, I encourage her to do that. Henry's always like, you just don't care. And I'm like, no, she's living her best life. Of course she doesn't How care because you... she drives with me. <laughs> okay, that's new. I've never cared. I put a blanket down on the seat and I just, she knew if she goes swimming, I shun her to the front of the van and you sit on that blanket and dr- wait till you dry out. And I always would make her do that. But yeah, I want her to thrive. If my favorite thing in the entire world all I cared about, I was naturally born to do that thing that I loved. And that was swimming. The audacity of somebody to tell me I couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, No, no it's, it is what brings her the absolute most joy. And yeah. there are so many days where she cannot swim because there's no access to water like yeah. right now. And so when we are near water, I'm like, yeah, girl, you swim those laps. Get dirty. Yeah. Get wet. Do your thing. Yeah. Live your life. It does make me 
it's I've always when I fantasized about a dog before Finn, just like, you know, dog fantasies, I thought about a dog that swam, that fetched, that uh, Finn doesn't do any of those things. And Ella does both of those things. So I sort of. It's not even win-win. Yeah, win-win. We love that. We love to see it. We do love to see it. Okay, well, that's all of your assumptions, or at least all of the ones that I chose. And we have to go do this meetup. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Did I say that weird? No, it's mm. funny. Look at me like you're judging me. Yeah, we're going to go do this meetup in Denver. Looking forward to the next one as well. If you had to guess, what do you think the next one would be? If you had to guess. Salt Lake City, maybe? Salt Lake City. Okay. We'll be there soon, so. Coming to a town near you. In Salt Lake. In Salt Lake. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. Love you guys so much. Thank you for making the assumptions. Next week, we're going to be talking about mental health and van life. And it's going to be a lot more serious. <laughs> Mm. I mean, I'm sure I'll laugh my way through it and I'm sure I'll have a glass of wine to get me through it. But uh, yeah, something that's been on my mind a lot lately. So I thought, why not? Mm-hmm. Why not do something fun with you and then get super serious without you? <laughs> we love that. We love Who's the more it. playful one now? Okay, well. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Where's your manners? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Well, thank you for coming on. Love you so much. And Yeah. Thanks for listening and thank you for watching and subscribe and like the video and leave a comment. Let me know how you're liking the whole YouTube thing. I do have a second microphone on the way so that we're not sharing a microphone. And the next one is going to be way more professional. So look forward to that. And I think we're going to have like different cameras so that we can get all these other angles. Mm. Multi-cam. Maybe a dog cam. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of like that. Yeah, dog cam. Okay, great. Well, we have lots of big plans. Anyways, thank you so much. Love you. Bye. Bye.